Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's your boy Todd. And I'm Obert. And welcome to our first recorded podcast of 2019. Yeah, we're all back in our own homes, back to uh, the grind, as they say. Is this really considered my home? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Where where would you say you're homeless? I, I don't yeah. know. It's, I mean, it's not really my home. So you're so you're homeless. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer to the question of are you homeless is probably yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're it's back. It's okay. One we're of these days you'll to be our homes, and, and Todd is back to his, you know residence (laughs) (laughs) just uh for the listeners just imagine that tud is just living underneath a overpass in a cardboard box down by the river (laughs) with a with a laptop and a microphone yeah (laughs) and surprisingly really good wi-fi we can see the burning trash barrel in the background (laughs) hey don't don't knock my hobo fire Uh, well, despite his uh, his home troubles, uh, Tud had did you did something pretty fun on New Year's, didn't you? Yeah, I celebrated the New Year. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> I went to a Colts game last week, and that was really cool. Yeah, I was actually dropping Tud and his fiance Caitlin, who doesn't live under an overpass. Just so everybody knows, she has a home. To be clear, she has a home. <laughs> Uh, but I was dropping them off at the airport, and I was like, uh, you know, the Colts were in town. I was like, oh, I'll check tickets. Tickets were expensive, were expensive. And then I hopped on Ticketmaster, and there it was, 100, 150 bucks for a seat that was like eight rows off the field. Nice. Wow, that's a really good price. Yeah, I was pretty excited. And, and this it was so awesome. Week 17 game. Correct. Yes. This was the win and we're in. If you followed us on if you follow us on Instagram, which I assume everybody does, then you saw me walking outside the stadium and in my Peyton Manning jersey, you know, all that fun stuff. So it was a really awesome time, really awesome game. I sat next to three other people, uh, two other people with Peyton Manning jerseys on. So that was really good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the Colts won. No pun intended there, right? Right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, uh, and the Colts won. So. We That's are in exciting. the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. In the playoffs. And as anybody who paid attention this Saturday, we are now on to the divisional round, heading over to beat Kansas City. Been a pretty good year for the for them, them Indianapolis Colts, America's team. You know, yeah, I'm. I'm sure that's that's what their their slogan is: is America's team. That's there's, what that's what it is. There's no other team out there whose slogan is America's team. No, it doesn't sound familiar. No, me. yeah, I mean, they're the heart of the United States are the Colts. But no, it was an awesome time, except for after after the game. After the game, it like so. Have have you guys ever parked at like a football stadium before? Yes. Yes. And like parking prices are ridiculous. Like just to park your car, it's like. Some people wanted like sixty bucks. Wow, that's that's too much. Yeah, that's expensive for uh, Tennessee prices too. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I drove down the down the way a little bit, and I found a lot for for ten bucks. So I was like, okay, ten bucks. That's not that's, bad. That's reasonable. However, it was like three quarters of a mile from the stadium, and it was like torrential downpouring when I left. <laughs> oh, that's right. At the end of that game, it was really rainy. Yes, yes, it was pretty rough. So. I ended up walking three quarters of a mile in the rain. Luckily, I did buy a poncho, but it was still, it was not enough. It was, it was not enough. It was a very wet and cold drive home. Well, yeah, you're a big human, so I can't imagine like any size poncho except for like giant size poncho fits you very well. Yeah, you know, the poncho said like, I think it was like a kid's poncho, but then it said one size fits all. So it was like really, (laughs) it was really confusing for me. (laughs) <laughs> it said kids and then in parentheses it said or adults too we don't discriminate <laughs> yeah right we we can't tell you how to live your life so. yeah it was it was a, a giant poncho just had mickey mouse all over it <laughs> <laughs> for really large children yeah. it was a it was a good you know spur of the moment thing to do and i was pretty pumped by it nice i was really bummed that we weren't able to stick around and go to the game plan originally was that we were going to go to, and then i decided to fly out on the 30th so we didn't get stuck in a snowstorm because we had something to do on new year's eve which we'll talk about in a second and then we could not switch to come to end up staying for the game because it would have been a really awesome game to see. yeah it was it was a good one but i mean like you said you had pretty you had a pretty good reason to not go i did you want me to talk about that now yeah that was the idea yes, <laughs> that was definitely 
<laughs> that was the lead in. You didn't take it the first time. Yeah. Listen, I'm not really good at these cue things. When I go, oh, you did something on New Year's, and you go, yeah, yeah. I celebrate New Year's. That's that was the that was the you were supposed to that talk was a about swing and a miss right there. Yeah. <laughs> I loved one up for you. Yeah, so on New Year's, uh, Caitlin and myself and my brother and his girlfriend went to go see Billy Joel at Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Nassau County, New York, which for anybody who doesn't know is part of Queens. Show started at ten thirty, and he played all the way till about. 130 145 and it was awesome um it was also downpouring rain here in the northeast so trying to get in the door and out into a an uber was a pain in the ass um also nassau coliseum apparently only has two doors that open on one side of its building to let people in so the lines were massive and everybody for the most part missed the opening show and people were just like pushing their way into the building and Nobody got, nobody went through metal detectors. So overall, it was a really safe experience as well. Yeah. I mean, you didn't get blown up, so all's well that ends well. That is true. I got to see Billy Joel for the second time. Um, for anybody who hasn't seen him, I recommend it. He's really good live. Yeah, I heard he, I heard he's decent at music. Now, what song did he play at midnight? Oh, the standard, like, Come All Ye faith- Faithful. Old Lang Syne. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's the same song. <laughs> no, it's not, but... <laughs> I was like, that would be a weird song to play at midnight. <laughs> do, do people play Come All Ye Faithful at, you know at what midnight? So, you know what song I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the one I said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what's the one that I said? <laughs> oh, come all ye faithful, right, joyful hang- and triumphant. <laughs> all right, hang on one second. Let me, let me, let me see what he did. Yeah, no, I'm 99.9% sure it was the old blank sign. <laughs> All right, Ted's got to fact check this up. Here. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I saw the whole concert. You snapped the whole fucking thing. <laughs> somebody, somebody sing that song. May old acquaintance be forgot. Yeah. And- that one. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> the traditional New New Year song. What do you think our Drinking Alone with Friends traditional New Year song would be? Um, I don't know. I know for sure it's not the first one that Ted said. <laughs> I keep thinking of uh, that, that, that dumb kid rock song that sounds like Werewolves, Werewolves of London, but I don't know why it would be our song. I just, I keep thinking of it. <laughs> Oh yeah, what's what is the name of it? Um, All summer long, there it is. There you go. Oh yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Bad song. But we haven't even recorded this pod in the summer. That's <laughs> very. I think what Chris is saying is like if you start out the year with all summer long, you know that like from there your music's only going to get better. So it's like you kind of start the year on a really bad note. <laughs> uh, that's what the news least... is all about. Just starting bad. It's, as is tradition, start the year off bad. It only gets better. Right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's time for us to start the year off good. Yeah. And that's by drinking some stuff. Yeah. So what are y'all drinking tonight? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, I'm drinking uh, a beer that I was very excited about when I first bought it. It's called the Juice Double IPA from Madison River Brewing Company. Well, that's a good name. Yeah, that's obviously, uh, you could see why I bought it, fired by a very tasty sounding name. But yeah, this one's been kicking around my fridge for a little while. Um, maybe I'm inspired by Tud's famous resolution to drink two beers for every one he buys, but I uh, decided I'm going to try and cl- clean out the beer fridge a little bit. You mean the resolution that was forced upon me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one that you totally came up with all by yourself and wasn't wasn't inspired by by anything else at all. Yep. That that's a that's a really good resolution to have. But pouring this beer, it's uh got a little maybe sour isn't the right word, but a little I guess a sour aroma. Not exactly a very hazy beer smell. Can you hold it up to the camera? Sure. And um as I'm holding it up to the camera, it's Ooh. not exactly an Ooh. unfiltered, juicy beer. Yeah, so I would like to take a I would like to take a guess at what you are going to say about this beer. As you are taking a sip of this, ooh, this is like a new, a new like Miss Cleo segment right now. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, I like this. Um, Tud Cleo. Yeah, Tud Cleo. I- I'm gonna take a sip while while Tud's talking, and then we'll see how it lines up. Okay. All right. Yep. Here we go. 
So I imagine that Ober is going to come back and say that this is not a juicy beer at all, but it's very malty with not a lot. It's very dull on hop flavor as well. Coming based off his sour stench or sour description, I think he's going to say probably a three, two, five for. Well, you know, that was that was not a bad guess, Todd. And um, I get I get some good uh, bubblegum kind of uh, more notes right as I take my first sip. But yeah, this double IPA is not really doing it for me. Uh, yeah, it's not a super hoppy beer. And, uh, you know, after all those delicious New England IPAs I was just drinking back in Connecticut, this one is not a great follow-up with that. I think three and a quarter is a little generous, though. I, I would say, Ooh. Ooh. well, I think a three and a quarter for me is, is a, it's a better than average beer. Okay. You know, this is, you know, it's very, very drinkable, but I'm only going to give this a, a 275 because this is not, not really hitting all of the, the things I want in a beer called the Juice Double IPA. Now, be honest with me. Was your rating of 275 influenced by the fact that I tried to guess what you would rate it? No, I actually came up with that in my head right before you said your number. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I think you guessed how I feel about it, right? But I think that your scale is calibrated a little differently than mine. I'm a little more willing to dip into the the high twos for a beer that's, that's okay, but it doesn't... Keep in mind, our beers, our beer appears from my experience, even the, even the crap beers are somewhat good. Yeah. So with a name like Juice Double IPA, is it supposed to be like a New England style or, because I think you mentioned, and you, you might not have mentioned on air, but this is a little bit of an older bottle, correct? Yeah. Yeah. This is one that I, I got when I first moved to Montana. So this beer probably is... It's almost a year old. Uh, yeah. They, well, I see here it says this bottle was bottled on January 18th of 2018. So it is an older beer. But uh, I want to I wanna read what this beer thinks it is to you, because it says, As the sun sets on a long day of outdoor adventure, the time has come for settling in. The juice is brewed just for these moments as you sit back and take in that Montana sky. Well, again, it would be better in the summer because it'll be light out, but now it's just dark. (laughs) (laughs) With a distinctive orange grapefruit character and a smooth hop finish, this double IPA stands above the rest like a prized golden trout. Fill your tank with the juice. So it's possible it was supposed to be juicy at one point. Yes, but it was never never unfiltered. So it was never a very hazy New England style IPA. I think it was always a double IPA. Okay, that, that kind of makes sense. And now that now that I read that it's got grapefruit character, I kind of picked that up, but not incredibly much. But anyway, I think we've talked about my Juice Double IPA long enough. Todd, why don't you take it from here? Chris, be, be prepared. I'm trying this game with you. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, let's my- do Chris next. I know Chris has a lot of beer to drink tonight, so. I do. Yeah, maybe I should get a head start on this. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll go next. <laughs> Yeah, so Ted Cleo, I th- I think mine might be a lob for you though. I think this might be too easy. I haven't had it. Yeah, but eh, I, okay. So I'm drinking a big bottle, a bomber. Opening it with my my Colts bottle opener. Very <laughs> nice. Oh, it smells. It smells so good. <laughs> so I'm drinking a Founders CBS, which is the Canadian breakfast stout. I was able to find one of these. Uh, down here when they released it, maybe about a month or so ago. And I bought one, and I was going to save it, so I was going to age it, actually. But thanks to friend of the pod, Drew, uh, I decided to, you know what? Why why save it? Because I can drink it now on the podcast and go from there. Founders is one of my all-time favorite breweries to visit, by the way. We visited them earlier this year, and it was fantastic. And they're out of Michigan, right? They are. They're out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's just one of the just one of the coolest breweries I've been to. Out of all the breweries I've been to, Founders sticks out just as a beacon out of all of them. Yeah, it's definitely one that I want to go to. And uh, we have we have a friend of the pod up there now. So, you know, when whenever I make it up to Michigan, I'm going to hang out with Jenna and we're going to go to Founders. So that'll be that'll be fun. I also saw she had she has a sticker of Mittens Brewery, which is a really good brewery, too. I like Mittens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's from up there. We'll we'll get her on the pod one of these days. But yeah, so for those of you now, how do you want to do this, Tud Cleo? Should I just jump into it or do you want me to give a little bit of a description of what the bottle says? Um no, you can uh, first hold it up to the the camera so I can I can gaze into its wonderment. Right. He's got to read the beer. Yeah, I got to read the beer. <laughs> and then as you're drinking, I'm just going to describe what I think it's going to taste like. Okay, okay. Here we okay. go. Okay. 
Actually, you know what? I'm going to take my earbuds out so I won't be able to hear what you said. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> Double blind. Double blind Ted Cleo. Here we go. Okay. So, Chris is lifting the glass to his nose, sniffing it, and taking a sip. I think right now he's probably saying, well, it's a little boozy. Yeah, I see that. Definitely got some hints of maple on it. Maybe a little bit of coffee, but I think he's going to get a lot of burnt and a lot of chocolate out of this type of uh, stout. But I definitely think it's going to be a lot of maple. Um, I would have to think of that just because it is a Canadian breakfast stout. And all I can think of for Canada is that they like maple. I think he oh, likes yeah. it. Come back in. Yeah. And I think so. I think that Quick, what's the rating? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, hang on. Don't don't listen. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think his rating is going to be, I'm going to say a 4.0. Okay. I'm going to go with four and a quarter. Okay. But, all right. Okay. Are we good? Welcome back. Okay. 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 Todd actually drank your beer telepathically. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Damn it. <laughs> it's all Todd gone. It's all now. <laughs> it's all gone and Todd is drunk now. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So this beer is pretty damn good. It is. So the I'll read you the bottle. It's an imperial stout brewed with chocolate and coffee aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. So just kind of like wrap your mind around that for just a second. I already have. Sounds yeah, I know. Tut already, Tut already t- walked you through it. So hopefully this is exactly what he said. <laughs> Nothing makes good podcasting like hearing the same exact thing twice. <laughs> when one of the hosts doesn't know what the other one said. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's really, really good. I get a lot of sweetness out of it. And you can kind of get it from both the chocolate and the maple syrup. You do get that hint of coffee, not overly powerful coffee, but it's very much, you do get the the maple pretty strong coming through it. And the bourbon is strong, but not quite overpowering, which is really, really awesome. It is going to kick me in the butt because it is 11.6% alcohol and it is a bomber. And I'm going to drink it all today. Well, except for the, the part that, that Todd zipped. Right. Except, except, yeah, except for the ones that <laughs> Todd drank, but. Yeah, oh, man, really good. Especially if you like if you like a dark imperial stout and you like the bourbon and a little bit of like a little bit of sweetness to it, this is a great great beer. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Oh wow, I was closer. Oh, oh, I went with four and a quarter. I went with four point oh. Four. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No, this this is like I know we were talking about it not, um, maybe a week or two ago. I don't remember, but uh, about like. Those stouts that are like my kind of stouts that like this is one of those. This is like my kind of stout right here. Okay. Because I I don't know. I the, the maple sweetness definitely adds something for me. And yeah, really, really good. Glad I snagged it. I'm going to be sad when it's gone, but I'll also be semi drunk when it's gone. So that's fine. <laughs> Your description is so good. It makes me want to go out and buy one. If I, Except, you know, I'm trying to clear out the fridge. But uh... well, all you have to do is drink two to buy the one. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. You actually have to drink four, so you can go out and buy two bottles of it. That way, you can age one oh, and yeah, drink no. one right. fresh. I'm gonna see yeah. if I can't find another one and age it. But um, thank you, Drew, because I would have, I wouldn't have drank it tonight if I wasn't listening to your sage wisdom. So, so I am going to have to keep this Tud Cleo thing up because I think I can get really good at this. <laughs> Hone it in every, every. We'll do every couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but, this is this is going to be a new semi reoccurring bit. Yeah, right. and we'll have to get you more appropriate, like the attire. Um, yes. Yeah, I was going to say the the headscarf that you have on right now doesn't really match. <laughs> oh I damn! Think. Yeah. I thought I had it perfectly. With, like, you got to get one with like beer glasses and question marks. I'll take a purple with some stars. Yeah. Do I have to start talking with a Jamaican accent too? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Cleo, give me a beer today. <laughs> so I don't know if that was Jamaican or more like Mario. It's a me, Mario. Well, well, I mean, I, you're Italian. I heard Miss fine. Cleo in it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets it. Everybody understands. Yeah. So anyways, Todd, I'm going to play Chris Cleo, and you're drinking a double IPA. (laughs) (laughs) What are you drinking tonight? How could you guess? Fox Farm. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's like, it's like. You could you could do like a choose your own adventure of like is Tud drinking a IPA double IPA or pale ale from Fox Farm Treehouse or Trillium? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I drink but, stouts every now and then. True. The oddball is like whiskey turned to page thirty five. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
this, this is like Black Mirror Bandersnatch, just you know, Tud drinks, <laughs> drinking one of my friends' podcast edition. Yeah, if we if we get really really big and really and we do like a Twitch or something, we'll have Tud just drink to your commands. So yeah. Okay. Anyways, what are you drinking, Tud? So. Well, that's a little bit of bullshit. <laughs> You're lucky Orange's uh, not behind it. <laughs> so I am I'm actually in the spirit of uh up with Obert's forced New Year's resolution for myself and working on cleaning out my fridge. I know at the beginning of the podcast we talked about this brewery a lot. We have since kind of shied away from them. Um this is literally the last beer I have in my fridge by them, so we're drinking it today to get rid of it. And it's Treehouse is the brewery that this beer is from, and the beer is Super Typhoon. So is, is that a new brewery? You know, I think they just opened like a week ago. Oh, okay. I, 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 I've never heard of it. So, <laughs> so, this is, <laughs> so this is a double IPA. The way they describe it on their can is, we are excited that you are holding a delicious double IPA from Treehouse Brewing Company, Super Typhoon. Super Typhoon is the big brother to Hurricane, featuring amplified kettle and dry hop doses of Citra and Simcoe hops and adjustments to the base beer to make it even richer with flavor. It explodes on the palate with juicy tropical flavors and finishes crisp and clean. It is everything we love about Hurricane with an extra layer of hop intensity, saturation, or and saturation. So Super Typhoon is the double version of Hurricane. I drank Hurricane on the same podcast on episode four. Um, so go back and listen to that right now. I'll wait. All right, now that you're back, um, as you have heard, I rated it. Man, that was a great episode. It was a great episode. Yeah, my favorite part was when I said something funny and we all laughed. Yeah, I like that part too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> he sounds so resigned. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> so um, I rated Super Typhoon's little brother a 425. And so let me let me take a sip of... I think actually brother... Brother of co-host of the podcast, Brad, gave me a Super Typhoon when I was in Connecticut. So I'm curious to see what you rate it versus myself. So just like Hurricane, this I, I get a lot of orangeness from this. It's kind of a little like orange juice with uh, a slight bit of bitterness. The bitterness is definitely a lot less profound than what I was talking about with the Fox Farm beer two episodes ago. Um, I get a lot of starfruit, a little bit of tartness. It's not my favorite beer by Treehouse. Um, I definitely think I would prefer the Little Brother Hurricane. Probably explains why it's the last one you have in your fridge, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's you know this was brewed back in back in uh, July, so it's been in there for a while. So maybe some of the original flavors are muted, but this one is it's not my favorite. But overall, it's still a solid beer. Um, obviously, you're still gonna get that treehouse cleanness. You get that just that undercoat of flavor that they have. Overall, I I give it a probably a four. Interesting. Okay, so pulling back the curtain, my personal ratings on Untapped, I gave Hurricane a four two five and Super Typhoon a four. So we are right on par. Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Tug clear. <laughs> Tug, yeah, right. Yeah, what's, well, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's me with the powers. <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a good beer. I remember it being a good beer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not their best. But it's not their worst. No, actually, actually, it might be their worst. I don't know. Like, I've actually never uncovered what Treehouse's worst. Be. You have to go and check your ratings to figure out what you've what you've rated from them under a four. Are we gonna wait while I do something? I, well, I don't know. You didn't. Yeah, say I wasn't sure. I, I assumed that, so. you were looking. So, <laughs> all right, give me. Yeah, give me, give me thirty seconds. It's probably their pilsner. I assume. Ga- uh, not gather. Um, that's Fox. Yeah, Farm. gathers Fox Farm. But man, this beer is pretty good. I'm very jealous. My beer is not great. I bought a six-pack, and I have, like, three left in the fridge. Yep. So, um, you guys will be right again. My lowest-rated Treehouse beer is Eureka with Citra. Interesting. I like that beer. Nope. Nope. Eureka with Mosaic. Sorry, I gave it a 3.25. Wow. Apparently, I was not a fan of that. critic over here. Yeah. Yep. Eureka with Mosaic is my lowest-rated Treehouse beer. So, Todd, I I heard you have a question for, for Chris and I. Wait, wait, what, 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 what is that noise? Is that, is that the hit, the hit segment coming back? Do, 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 I don't know. Does this segment do, do, do. make noise? What is the news? <laughs> Ooh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. What is the news is back and better than ever. Your favorite segment we haven't done in a while. Correct. Right. Well, I mean, technically, it's like their second favorite segment that they that we haven't done in a while. <laughs> 
after uh face your beers oh yeah yeah people yeah, we're are gonna... clamoring for face your yeah, beers yeah i know people go off the chain for face your beers but we gotta bring i gotta go to the packy tomorrow so maybe i'll uh maybe i'll see if i can't find something gross for next next week's episode yeah. so we'll see well i mean it is episode 20 yeah let's not promise it now oh episode 20 the big yeah, the 2-0, big 2-0. Ooh. we can almost i think episode 21 might be a bigger yeah i was about to say we can almost us. drink yeah 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 Ooh, it's a bit that is a big Ooh. one so yeah, episode so, 21 folks the, <laughs> so just to reaffirm the rules to the participants here i am going to read three headlines two of which are real headlines the goal well, they're all real headlines, right? Yes, two of which are real, like, in-the-world news stories. The third one is a a parody news headline. I won't say the I won't say fake, because that goes down another path. Um, but the third one is a parody news headline. Um, for everybody listening out there, the current record between Ober and Chris is Chris is two and four, and Ober is five and one. I'm catching oh. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this first segment comes from one of our listeners, Dan. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And here we go. If spiders worked together, they could eat all humans in a year. <laughs> Canadian GoFundMe raises $6 billion in two hours to pay for privacy hedges along the U.S. border. Okay. And Jeff Sessions says, quote unquote, I am proud to have served white america end quote and we want the real one we want the parody right now right you want the parody Oof. okay i i think i know which one i'm gonna go with. i know which one i'm gonna go with too so okay i uh, i think number two I th- uh, yeah i think number two as well is, is yes the parody. yes six billion in 24 hours in is that f- what you said in two hours i think he said oh two hours <laughs> correct all right yeah see yeah but but you guys would both be wrong what yes wait really yes <laughs> Oh my! Which the, one was it? The parody headline. The parody headline was Jeff Sessions. I am proud to have served white America. Oh man, that one was the one I was sure was real. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, that is crazy. Yeah. So that's ca- the Canadians raised two uh, six billion dollars in two hours. They must really want to keep us out. Well, it's not even that. They just don't want us to see. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Clearly, they have a lot of money to throw around. <laughs> That's 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 pretty fun. And the spiders. So I don't under like I guess I don't understand the spider part. Like what is like who's trying to yeah. say that? Like what is the point of that? <laughs> so New York it was a it was an article on New York Post. If spiders were together, they could eat all humans in a year. And that's it. That's just that's it. I mean there's a there's an entire article obviously. But, but yeah, that was the headline. What is the like how many spiders are there? Like a lot, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I guess all the you know, the article starts off with humans beware. If the world, if the world's present population of spiders ever get organized, they could eat all of us in just 12 months. Yeah, I believe it. There's a lot of, a lot of insects and arachnids and whatnot out there. So I guess they're, but I, I, I want to go to that political rally where all, where everybody is chanting like, trim the hedge, trim the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good on, good on Canada. Um, I do have another uh, one more uh, segment of this, obviously, because we always play two rounds. Obviously, as is tradition. As is tradition. So, um, first headline is everyone in Springfield, Missouri, hold Pride on. Parade. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Are we still doing two par- two real, one parody? Yeah. Correct. Okay, yes. good question. Because sometimes okay. you switch it up on us. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. The parody headlines are, are hard to come by these okay, days. Okay, okay. So, everyone in Springfield, Missouri, Pride Parade, straight. So I need to I need to re- I need to say that more correctly. Everyone in the Springfield, Missouri Pride Parade is straight. Saudi women to be notified of divorced via text message. J.K. Rowling reveals that wizards used to just shit on the floor like dogs. <laughs> um. Oh man. After last round, I don't know. I'm sh- I'm shook. I'm shaken. I know, right? I think it's obvious, but I was so sure last time too. All right, I got my guess. Right. Yeah, I think I think number three is, is uh, the fake. Ah, damn it, me too. Number three. Yeah. Both wrong. Damn it. What? Oh, my that's God. That's not real. There's no <laughs> way that's real. Uh, yeah, I mean, we actually, we, we've been watching the Harry Potter movies. I can't believe JK would do that to us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That is uh, that is a uh, real article and a real quote. Let's start there and get into the other two. Later. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> want to know the real one yet. <laughs> yeah. Or the fake one or the whatever. Yeah. So, um, 
I guess we could have a second chance. This could be our tiebreaker for the episode. I guess that's yeah. true. I guess if we both get it wrong. All right. All right. Okay. So we know J.K. Rowling is is real. True. Yes. That's true. News. So the other two are Saudi women to be notified of divorce of divorce via text message or everyone in Springfield, Missouri Pride Parade straight. Okay. And I think for the record, we could only we could only harm our record here. If we get this right, it doesn't count as a win. But if we get it wrong, it counts as a loss. Okay, I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> we've already gotten it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'm going to go with the Springfield Pride Same Parade. Same here. Damn it. Yeah. Wow, man. That is you know, correct. Okay. Yeah. Wait, correct is in... That is, the, that is the parody one. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have went with that one first time. But yeah. anyways, anyway, okay, so about shitting wizards. Um, <laughs> right. Can you read us a little bit from this article? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I like how we always pick the person who reads the worst out loud to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to read well you're the one with the articles <laughs> yeah so the so yes jk rowling's endless tinkering with the canon of her brain bustingly successful harry potter franchise has run the gamut over the years from irritating the feeling like a somewhat cowardly attempt to have her cake and eat it too in regards to the series often invisible approaches to representation i.e anything to do with the fact that dumbledore is gay a fact you never know from simply reading the books or even watching the movies that are actively about his brewing conflict with his Johnny Depp played X. Still, there's a pretty massive gap between, hey, here's Neville Longbottom's birthday fans and a revelation about Rowling's Pottermore site uh, made today when it decided, for reasons unknown to either man or magic, to announce that wizards used to shit on the floor just like dogs. <laughs> this is This is like legitimately like from like... She apparently she has a website called Pot- Pottermore. Yep, yep. She I've does. heard of that website before. Yeah. And so the tweet reads: Hogwarts didn't always have bathroom before adopting Muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century. Witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. I mean, <laughs> ha- hashtag, I guess if you could. Right? Hashtag National Trivia Day. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I want to know what the first years did, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the equivalent of wizard potty training. (laughs) No, I could safely say I've never read the books and I've watched the first movie, so I don't know much about the Harry Potter universe. But I feel like this was not a central theme. Uh, No, no, no. There actually there are very large scenes that include bathrooms in the in the movies and That's books. A, so. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, yep. there's a good, there's a whole bathroom. It, it's like uh, it's like scene. a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, but Over brings up a good point. It's like, okay, now you're gonna learn how to unlock a door, and everybody's like holding it and like looking really anxious. Like, uh, can we learn something else first? Like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, right. Alahamora. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure, like, day one of school is like, all right, people, all right, this is how you yeah, poop. we're gonna teach you what to do when you have to take a dump. <laughs> you have to do this, and you have to say bippity boppity boo, and it's gone. <laughs> Wait, would it, wouldn't it be bibbity bobbity poo right <laughs> oh man okay jk i guess you got so us. the new records after today's difficult rounds are chris you're at two and six catching and, up and over five and three okay i mean if you think about it i had zero wins at one point so i am technically making progress <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how i asked you to read that article and it had literally nothing informative in there at all. It was just nothing. like, nope. not, not just a, like, <laughs> a not bunch a of build up and then the same fact of the headline. Like, yeah. okay. I mean, there's a lot. I, I will, we will link this article to the post or to the, the podcast, but it's not a very long article and it's not really that informative. What's the website? AVclub.com. Okay. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll throw it in the show notes so everybody so, can read about how, uh, how wizards and witches used to poop everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I love just Tud texted this to us and the like the the URL it is news.avclub.com slash JK Rowling reveals that wizards used to just shit on <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's so fun. The okay. thumb the thumbnail is a dog. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. But um, so I think Ober, I think you have, I think you have a confession to make. I think you 
helped make our second enemy of the pod, isn't that oh, right? Oh, yeah. We yeah, have a new apparently... enemy? Well, the other, the first one's dead, so... <laughs> wow. No, 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 she didn't get chosen to go to Mars. <laughs> no, no, I'm, by saying, like, I think, like, I murdered her in attempt to her wrong at life. You heard it, you heard it here, police, if just so happened, yeah. Natalie... This, guy, this one right here. Or other. Yeah. yeah, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast was a Damn. setup. Just like that dude on HBO when he got caught and he... Yeah, but don't admit it. But you already did, it, did so. Damn. Oh, well. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so, so enemy number two of the pod. So I told you guys about how I went to Little House Brewing Company and had some awesome beers there. Well, I did not give an appropriate shout out to enemy number two of the podcast. So um, they declared themselves new enemy of the pod, even though they're a religious Thursday morning listener. <laughs> well, as we heard, as we heard from Natalie, you can be an enemy of the pod and still love us. So correct, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Did Drew turn into an enemy? No, I gave Drew a shout out. I try and limit my shout outs to one per episode. So <laughs> I went with I went with Drew to Fat Orange Cat. I went with okay. enemy number two to Little House. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. boy. Now we're all seeing where it comes into play. Right. So can, we, can we put a name to this enemy? I guess. I feel like they'd be giving them what they want, though. <laughs> they want the notoriety. All right. Right. So, yeah. so then from now on, we're just going to call them enemy number two. Let's I call like them, it. Let's call them Blevin. <laughs> Blevin, enemy number two of the Blevin. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so, yeah. So we're and- working on it, folks. We have friends of the pod. We have enemies of the pod. And and you know what's you know what's what's even more betraying. I thought about this after we received the news. Is I've been to other podcasts, live shows, a few of them with Blevin. So you know, I feel like I feel like I've <laughs> he's really he's really hit me hit hit me hard by being enemy can of the I, pod. Can I safely say I don't? We're talking about Blevin. Yeah, Blevin, the the second enemy of the We're, pod, the the Malfoy of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Malfoy, but he didn't learn how to get his shit put away, so he like just shits everywhere. Everybody, right. everybody hates Blevin. <laughs> the bottom of his robes are stained brown. <laughs> oh, great! Here comes Blevin. Don't sit yeah. behind Blevin in potions class. So, um, Chris, do you think that the person we met in Nashville counts as the the fourth enemy or the third enemy of the pod? The Auburn fan. The Auburn fan. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he. I mean, he, he got thoroughly destroyed. He did. He did. I mean, it was drunk Tud and drunk Chris arguing with an Auburn fan, also drunk. So, and just just so everybody's aware, the drunk Auburn fan was flat out stating that he, as an Auburn fan, did not like Cam Newton. Right. The only the only thing were of note to come through your school since like Bo Jackson. Correct. And it's just how you can't you can't say that you don't like your best player with a straight face and expect. Any reasonable sports fan to not argue right back. So needless to say, that Auburn fan got boom roasted right in the middle of Broadway at 3 a.m. in Nashville. Uh, yep. Yes, yes, he did. See, I thought the first enemy of the pod was the guy who you ran into in line at Fox Farm. Ooh, that's a Ooh. good one. The one that was... That's a curveball. Pre-Natalie. Yeah, that was before yeah. Natalie. That's before we even knew that there were enemies. <laughs> right. That is true. He, I guess he would be the OG enemy. It takes a lot to make Todd cranky. Natalie was the first one that we actually had like a name. Right. Yeah. That's true. You know, and poor her. I mean, she had no idea what she was starting when she, <laughs> when she did her job. She made a crappy brewery store. <laughs> when, she, when she ran her stupid mouth about stuff that she doesn't whoa, know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. When she did her job and Todd just so happened, or actually Danny just so happened to stumble across it and say, oh, you should talk about this on the podcast. She had no idea what she was getting herself into. Exactly. I hope one day Natalie contacts us and wants to try to make amends so we can have her on the pod. Well, from Mars, again, the lag was going to be insane. Right. It'll be an eight-hour eight hour long episode, and the last, like, ten minutes will be Natalie talking. <laughs> so it's that time of the pod where we're going to erase our frosty mug of wisdom by the three handles and uh, share life tips and hacks for everybody out there. And given that this is the first pod that we've recorded after the new year, 
We are going to do new beers resolution. Yeah, that's right. Come all ye faithful. <laughs> faithful. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, Billy. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Now that you're now that you're all deaf, oh, psh, I can sing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first because I led in the segment. So, well, did you did you say it was the new beers resolutions? I did. Yeah. Oh. And then we sang. Then you sang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> so this is a big bobber, okay? Yeah. So my new beer's resolution, I'm going to take the easy way out, and I'm going to take the one that uh, Obert's been forcing down my throat for the past I don't. I don't know what you're month. talking about. <laughs> and I'm going to drink two beers out of my fridge for every one beer that I bring into the house. Now, this could either work out really well, where I end up having a lot less beer in the house, or I'm going to be really drunk a lot of the times because I'm going to bring home eight beers and have to drink sixteen. Now, quick tangent: <laughs> Do you do you know where you're going for your honeymoon yet? No. So I think what you should do is every time you're tempted to every time you're tempted to buy more beer, just go downstairs, drink a beer, and put that money you would have spent on beer in your honeymoon fund. Ooh. Say this is it. Instead of going out to buy more beer, I'm just drinking some at home, saving money for that beautiful Mykonos sunset. Now, can we delete all this so the fiance doesn't hear this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut this for her and send it and just email yeah. it to her. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, she's part. She's part of the problem. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it's all her. No, it's not. It's not all her. She definitely plays a. She definitely plays a role uh, in it. Uh, it's also not the fact that you drink. Weekly with two of your best friends. Yeah, no, that yeah. that can't be it. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good that's a good uh, new beer resolution, Ted. I'm I'm impressed you came up with that one. That's pretty good. Yeah, I thought thought of it all by myself. It was great. So with that, I'm going to pass the handle over to whoever wants it next. I'll I'll go. All right, here go. So yeah, my new beer resolution. You have is... you have to wait like a week for the UPS guy to bring it in the mail, though. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll just pause the recording here. Okay, welcome back. Now. <laughs> My new new beer resolution is to check into more stuff on Untapped, and uh, you guys are really good at checking in all your beers that you guys no. try. No, you're not. You don't. You don't say. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were being serious because I know you drink you drink a lot of beers, but you're really good at checking them in. And I I'm usually when I'm I'm, I'm out at a bar, or whatever. There's a million excuses to not check, but uh, no, I'm going to be more disciplined. 2019, start checking in my beers. Uh, Given good ratings, that way we can can share a little bit with my friends and family back home what the good Montana beers are, and uh, just stay on top of it a little. More. Nice, yeah. That's always. I mean, it's always a good thing. And you know, when you drink beer as much as myself and Tud, and now you do, uh, it gets addicting after a while. I mean, I don't know. I'm. We've talked about it before. I'm just. I love checking in new beers. It's like I don't know. Just get something out of it. It's like yeah, it's a new beer. <laughs> Apparently, I crossed over the 2000 line and didn't even realize it when I was in Tennessee. Oh, what? You're 2000 unique beers? Yeah. Holy shit. Damn. Have you made it to my 2000, 2019 unique beers yet? Uh, I'm at 2025. Oh, wow. Living in the future already. Wow. Holy shit. Damn. That's, nice. a, that's a big milestone. And it was some like awful beer at Yazoo Brewing, too. <laughs> of course. As is tradition. Yeah. Damn, man. Like, I was hoping that it was going to be like, I was going to like scroll back and see that it was like Southern Grist, and I was going to be really happy. Right, right, right. Yeah, your but 2000th no. beer was piss water. <laughs> Why was, would you name it this? It <laughs> was Winter Red House Ale by Yazoo Brewing Company. Wow. And you gave it a? 3.25. Okay. That was a bit disappointing. Yeah. So let me so let me hand the uh, the mug off with that on that note, because I, I think we might lead right into Chris's new beer's resolution. Yeah, so last uh, handle on our Frosty Mug of Wisdom, my new beer's resolution is also untapped relating. Relate, blah, 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 blah. My new beer's resolution is also untapped related, and that is to kind of return to form as of as to say. So I had a down year this year on untapped. Um, you know, having a kid apparently does that. You can't drink as much. I don't know. Have to be a responsible adult, this, that, and the other thing. Um I, I only drank, I say only, I only drank 507 unique beers this year. So uh, that's down from over 600 the previous two years. So 
I'm going to set myself a stretch goal. I'm going to hit 650 new beers this year. Holy mackerel. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. I'm I'm off to an okay start. Not a great start for the sixth day of the year. I should already be at like 18 beers, but... <laughs> <laughs> But it's not the weekend, so you know you're yeah, good. It's it's going to be the weekend for me coming up, but so that's right. It's not what I was going to say. It's not your your weekend. Right, right, exactly. So that's my that's my new beers resolution. I'm going to hit 650 beers, which would be my best year, I think, by far on Untapped. And I need I need the help because I do still have a one year old. He doesn't go away until 17. And even then, he just moves 17. out. But 17 years from now, right? 17 years yeah. from now. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying at 17 years old. I was like, ah, that's, I feel like that's a year early. No, he's going to get recruited and go to, I don't know, probably probably Tennessee. I mean, we live in Tennessee, so that makes sense. And then he'll get drafted by the Colts, and then he'll win seven Super Bowls. At least seven Super Bowls. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's my new beer's resolution is to hit 650 unique beers in 2019. A.K.A. be a less responsible parent. No, no, no. Still, no. Still be a responsible parent. Just a slightly drunker responsible parent. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that. Maybe that. I like it. That's a good. I'm. You know, you kind of inspired me to set a number because I wasn't. I wasn't going for it. So I'm going to say 365. That's my number for the year. Okay. I think I'll I'll hit it pretty easily if I'm religious on my check-ins. I think I've heard once that a beer a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that. I think that's how that saying goes. I don't. So, I don't need to commit to to doing this because I know I'm just gonna whoop both your guys' asses and check-ins. So with that, thank you all for listening. Uh, no rebuttal. We just he just yeah oh, yeah just gonna go into well, the well, end. How can you rebuttal against the truth? Uh, yeah, well, you did kick the, my ass this year. The sky is the sky is blue. Can I hear a rebuttal? So I think at like and I don't know, Ted. Not correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at like. 1500 or 1600 beers we were pretty damn close i think at one point you were beating me uh, yeah and now you're 250 beers ahead of me <laughs> right like i could not drink for a quarter of the year and still be ahead of yeah me. probably well not with my new resolution maybe. no yeah because that's about a quarter of where you're trying to get to okay whatever i think it's gonna be interesting with with tud trying to cut back on his beer buying and uh chris trying to up his game it'll be it'll be a tight race i think you act like that just because i cut back on my beer means I'm going to cut down on my check-ins because you have that there isn't beer in my house that I haven't had yet. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not going to be. Or that I'm going to stop visiting uh, breweries because I don't have to bring home new beer to still visit breweries. Very good. Very good point. That is very true. Yeah. So now, in, in all seriousness, thank you all for listening. Um, I, we'd like to thank the people who brought our beers today. So first, I'm going to thank Treehouse with Super Typhoon. I'd like to thank Founders for their CBS, the Canadian Breakfast Stout. And I'm going to thank Madison River Brewing Company for the The Juice double IPA. It wasn't very juicy. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and untapped at DAWF Podcast. Um, we really appreciate all the followers we get. We're almost approaching 600 followers on Instagram. We are still aware that we promised a winner <laughs> after 500 yeah. Instagram followers. We are going to make that happen. It's coming. It's coming. I promise. I, I'm hitting. I thought last episode we said we were going to announce it this episode. No, no, I didn't. But anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. So the the issue is I want to add a little bit more variety, and I just haven't been able to make it to a package store. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up a packy tomorrow, and we're gonna get it posted sometime this week. That's my that's my goal. That's my uh, that's my other new beers resolution. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now keep in mind that was Chris running that one. Um, I am running a contest for Twitter. Once we reach two hundred followers, I will be doing the same thing. Trust me, I will be a lot faster than Chris at sending out the the uh, gift. So please get on Twitter and follow us again. D A W F podcast. Um, hashtag follow the email D A W F podcast at gmail with your comments, your questions, your general thoughts, your concerns, your hatred. We love getting the emails. We have a lot of emails based just from the last week, which is great. Uh, so keep those coming. I don't want their general thoughts. I do. Like if they're hungry, I want them to, I want them to email me. <laughs> no, say, I don't want we're that. Hungry. Uh, yeah, I want, I want constructive criticism, questions, but no, no general thoughts. Maybe we'll get general thoughts from Blevin. Yeah, yeah. We probably will, <laughs> knowing him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Blevin. <laughs> um, again, we all we're all loaded up with stickers. Uh, Chris and I made uh, 
Nashville, like our collage book as we stuck stickers all over the city. Pain of the um, town, black and blue. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I got home and I emptied like my coat pocket and I saw like the remnants of stickers. I was like, I don't know where I put these, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. On iTunes, listeners, please give us a five-star rating. iTunes is the only platform that matters with the ratings. The better ratings or the more ratings we get on iTunes, the higher we rise in the charts. The higher we rise in the charts, the more people will find us. So please, again, go to iTunes, give us a rating. I don't care whether you're an Android user, an Apple user, listening to us on your computer or wherever. Find your way to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. That should be the listener's new beer's resolution. Correct. Listener's new beer's resolution as forced upon by Obert. Of course. Because he's really good at pushing (laughs) resolutions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's a big, big thing for us is, you know, we already have a ton of good feedback, a ton of good reviews, a ton of good ratings, but the more the merrier. And, you know, tell your friends, steal their phones, rate us. Uh, it really does help. It helps us a And ton. the higher we get on those ratings, by the way, the more listeners that get to us, the more we can get sponsorships, the more we can make cool sh- shit happen, like getting us all together in the same state for a beer festival or buying a brewery or doing other things like that. On Mars. On Mars. <laughs> the first brewery on Mars. We yeah. also have to we also need the funds from the, the podcast to help fund sending Nancy to Mars. <laughs> Natalie. Natalie. Oh fuck. And Blevin. And Blevin. <laughs> We're sending Blevin to Mars too. <laughs> well, you know what? Nancy's that guy in front of me at Fox Farm from now on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice I save. Like that. <laughs> Nancy, Natalie, Blevin, and Auburn. <laughs> Yeah, in Auburn. We're sending that guy to fucking Mars, too. Yeah. Okay, we got to wrap this up. With that, I'm Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. We're coming for you, Blevin. You're going to Mars. (laughs) I know. We got to. This way, we're going to have a whole school bus full of uh, enemies. We're we're going to have more enemies than friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keep our purpose is going to become our enemies, and we're going to start.